Yeah, we're good. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode, I don't know, five? Five? Have we done this for five weeks in a row? That's the most I've ever no committed shot. to anything in my life. No shot. Um, uh, episode four or five of Board State uh, with me and Tam, an unfun stuff sponsored podcast. All, all the nice things I like to say at the beginning. Tam, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm very, very good. Uh, working on a logo today. That's like all I've done. I've edited two videos. The box opening that I did for Jasco, um, which I realize there's like no good art assets for putting up thumbnails. So the thumbnails that I want to do, right? Yeah. Uh, for that. Um, and so I just have to like... I might have one for you. Way through it. Yeah? I might have one for you. I'll send it to you after this. Let's, let me put it have in our chat. Yeah, let me put it in our chat real quick. Um... Yeah, how was your pre-release weekend? You know, it's it's it kind of like release week, right? Because some stores, based on the package they were allowed, they bought, were allowed to sell product and like let people open product. So I was like your your pre-release, your your release week, I guess. Uh, it was good, been good. I went oh, across the border to Des Moines, uh, no man's land, to play some uh to play some games. Streamed it. Um, might have ruined one of their tables. Who knows? Um, they had those plastic tables, and I had oh, and you had it like clamped in there, C clamp. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, weren't like warping a little bit. I was like, it'll be fine, I'm sure. <laughs> sure, it'll, I won't um, have to buy them a new table. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a, uh, it was good. Only played my two rounds. They did something really cool with uh, the pre-release where. Everybody got the same pricing, so it wasn't scaling pricing. You got your six packs, and then after you finish round one, um, you uh, you uh, everybody got two packs and compress, and then you're allowed to do whatever. And so um, I tied one, I won one, and then uh, me and Rebby were hungry, and so we were just like, uh, I think we're just gonna drop and go get food, right? Like it's like like it was supposed to be like a full round tournament because we had like we had like twelve people there. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was incredibly incredibly fun. Um, you were in Twitch chat, being very mean, mean to my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, I wasn't being that mean. I've been meaner to other. You've people. been meaner. That's maybe not to people. her, but sure, sure, like, sure. That sure, was sure, that sure. was just the tip. That was like the that was like the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more under the water. There's so oh. much more. Yeah, that, rage yeah. inside my body. It's hard to believe how much rage lives inside my body. Um. Cool man, that but it was fun. fun. I've just been Yo. just been jamming games. I, I've, I'm so I'm so happy that we uh that we have set four. It is exciting. It, it it is exciting to see what set four is doing. We're only you know we're less negative one days into the into the set. Right, comes out tomorrow technically. Yeah, it's it's tomorrow. It, it technically becomes legal in four hours and fifty three minutes. Does that mean I can play set four stuff at unfun stuff? Yeah. Fridays, he's like he's fully legal on Unfun Fridays. Yeah, it's fully legal. Oh, yeah. Huh. So if you own, just what I want to make. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have this vodka deck together, but I don't know if I'm good. what I'm gonna play now. Yeah. Uh, he said it was legal today. Cool, man. That sounds awesome. You open anything? Did you open anything cool uh, so far? I didn't see your box opening stream, so. Uh, no, I got a US of Smash. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like with the case that I got coming from Unfun stuff or your Unfun product, he's good. Andrew or Tam Card or whatever they are, uh, get forty five percent off your order, and when it ends up being five percent, don't blame me. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, no, I just, I just getting getting the the things. Uh, the the deck that I want to play competitively is only only has two cards of set four in it, um, and they're commons, and so 
there's that. Yeah. Uh, so I got the two good ones that I needed. <laughs> That's fair. Cool. So yeah. I drove to Miami. All right. Well, I drove to unfun stuff. Bit. Actual. Um, uh, well. I. I Bromley's birthday was recently and the last time I was in town the shop was opening we left like the day before Bromley gets a day off Jose had a had a show right Goose wasn't in town and I went well I want to go down there and like actually be able to hang out so I went drove down on Saturday got there too late for their Saturday pre-release um and uh, (laughs) um uh, hung out, just had a really, really good time. Sunday, I played their pre-release. I played Kurogiri 2, and I think I went 2-1. and one. Um, It was fun. I didn't open anything that cool. I have had really bad luck with, like, pre If you count the world premiere, I've had really bad luck with my openings for the pre-release. It's just not been good. Uh, and then I hung out, and we played a lot of set 4 games. I played a lot of Spinner and Shigaraki 2, and or 3, Shigaraki 3, sorry. Um, and then I opened my cases... And I want you to let, I want to show you, I say these cards out loud for you as I show them to the camera, Tam, are you ready? Mm-hmm. And you know, you do know that when you open a case, you're supposed to get one of each secret rare. Yes. All right. One of each secret rare, and you, you're yeah. supposed to get one XR. Yeah. All right. United States. United States. United States. Uh, Capturing Bakugo. What is it? Hold hostage. hostage? Yeah. Whatever the fuck that... <laughs> I got a case with two United States of Smash. So I was very unhappy because like before the event, I was telling everyone like, yeah, I actually don't feel the need to own four United States of Smash because I just don't particularly like the card and I want to own two hold hostage. So two cases is perfect for me. I'll walk right. away with two hold hostage and I won't need to right. own. Um, so I bought the last three boxes of a case and got the hold hostage out of it. So I do have, Yay! I do have two Yay! hold hostage, but I spent like $290 more than I planned on. Um, <laughs> So it's cool, but I opened all my, I got all my XR care, not all of them, most of them. I started working on like, I always pick like one or two XRs from each set that I want to grab. So I need one more league invitation and two more saving Bakugo. And those are the only XRs I want from this set. Um, Have you seen the XR for, uh, for blood transfer or whatever that card's called? Yeah. All the Hotogo, all the, a lot of the ones with like the custom back or the, the, like the asset backgrounds look really good. I, it it is crazy. I've never wanted an XR and that, that one was like. That that triggered my Yu-Gi-Oh brain of like max rarity, <laughs> I was, and I was just like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Oh. So, hopefully, everyone watching and listening had like a good pre-release and release weekend. This will probably go out to like the rest of the world sometime this weekend, just because we were a little late because I was in Miami and that's why I wasn't there um, for the Tuesday podcast. That's why we we're recording it on Thursday. That leads into the news of the week. There's a lot of news, Tam. A lot of yeah, news. I should go pull that up at some point, yeah. huh? So I can yeah, so, actually kind of read it as well. Uh, I don't know the order this all happened in, but there was a big document release from Jasco. Some rules got updated primarily with additional costs and echo. They made it where the echo discarding a momentum is an additional cost. So if you discard the momentum and your echo, the response gets canceled. Um, you lose the momentum, or if you fail the cards, you lose the momentum. Um, and then they fixed the United States of Smash to say all of your ready foundations. Mm-hmm. So you can play it as like your fourth or fifth thing and and, and not be, you know, ruined. Magni got the colons added to their character card because before you actually could not Woo. play the enhances because there was no cost. It was just Yay. text on the card. Um, <laughs> uh, teamwork got hit with five or more different symbols. Um, totally chill. Yeah. Force quirk activation is the next enhance this enhanced step because as worded, you would do it. 
and it would just sit around and uh they just weren't allowed to enhance unless they destroyed their foundation so now it's this enhanced up most people were playing it as this enhanced up right whenever we were testing but like yeah. the wording was nebulous uh finding arm bar was just missing rival on the card before it was commit and freeze two of your own foundations and now it commits and freezes Which two rival foundations tight yeah <laughs> Uh, the biggest change is the weird saving Bakugo infinite is gone. They fixed that. Um, yeah. It's after one of your other foundations is slipped due to a rival effect. The saving Bakugo infinite can still happen in exactly one situation. Go on. It's very funny. Think okay. If Bakugo 2 tries to flip two of your foundations and you have three saving Bakugo, you draw until you're satisfied. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it has to be, they have to make you simultaneously flip two foundations of their choice. And so it's funny because Bakugo cannot save Bakugo. He is the one being saved. Uh, Thematic. So, yeah. So all the, <laughs> all the like uh, little changes there on, 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 on Arata's. Uh, the biggest news. Um, Quick anecdote. I played yeah. a game on stream. Yeah. Uh, I think I was playing. Might have been like, might have been like Kirigiri or something, versus Ojiro one. And mm -hmm. I opened two of these, and he goes, "Huh, I don't know what to do." And I said, "I'm gonna commit these so that your deck somewhat works." Yeah. It's yeah. like I, I I don't I you you literally I get out two of these and you can't win. You, you just can't. Yeah. yeah. Abysmal. It's, Abysmal. Yeah. That's one of my favorite very, characters. It's actually yeah. very bad design, truthfully. Yeah. It, it, yeah, uh, yeah. Internship with best genus, stuff like that. The your opponent chooses flip are effectively against three symbols unplayable, right? Yeah. Like and, and it's not even that. Like this is not a deck building choice. Yeah. It's a zero five. Yeah. I'm putting I'm it putting in. Putting it in. Yeah. <laughs> putting it in. Protects against seizing the advantage, right? Like they have to choose this one the same way they would yeah. have to. Choose, they had to choose chivalrous, or they had to choose. Uh, right. Or, uh, struggling with studies. Uh, so those are the big like errata changes. The the little infinite thing is dead. Uh, the big, the other big news from regarding Jasco, I don't know if we want to talk about this one in too much detail because we have like the big cash tournament. There was a lot of drama on Discord yesterday, and I don't want to be like the drama channel, but essentially, yeah, the drama channel. essentially the because they announced the big cash tournaments, which we will get into mm -hmm. after this. Uh, some people pointed out, oh, cool, the plus ultra promos are legal and they're still mechanically unique and they still have a 60 day or 90 day, 60 or 90 days, 60 days where you can't redeem them and blah, 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 blah. And it, that's been, I know you don't go into the main discord, but I like being there. And a lot of time that has been the subject of discussion for the better part of since the announcement of 60 days wait on redemption. Um, and some people are very unhappy. And yesterday it kind of all culminated because one of the community members basically came in and said, that's life, go buy the cards. And that didn't sit well on top of an announcement where there's big $1,000 1K event happening, events happening. And so it kind of bubbled over and kind of resulted in Jasco essentially telling everyone they're reading the feedback. They do understand that people are unhappy. Um, and some people basically got told, hey, we aren't going to be bullied into making a decision. You can get as mad as you want, but be be constructive. You're not going to bully us into making a decision. Um, I think that that is completely and totally fair from Jasco's yeah. part. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because on the exact opposite end of the scale, vote with your wallet. Don't play the game. If you're actually that unhappy, then don't yeah. participate in these in these and, tournaments. 
And the first one is hosted by Unfun Stuff. I will not besmirch anybody who does not decides to spend their money elsewhere. Yeah. I think that that's okay. That's the 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 number one way to make Jasco change their mind is just don't buy shit. And Easy. I kind of wanted to bring this up because I made a big, long, essentially like I wrote a, a mini essay. Um, and it's something that I want to kind of share on our platform too. Um, and, and it's just kind of my, I don't really want to talk about the mechanically unique thing because clearly I have made it well established that I do not like them. I Big think fan. they should go away. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's bad. Um, Tim Keefe made a post that was just like, hey, uh, people like playing the game. Right. Like people like playing mm -hmm. the game. That should be enough. And so to get my point out here, like on our platform, um, my locals really enjoy the game and they get excited when they win games against me, when they win games against each other. Getting promos is just like a bonus. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jasco, for some reason, has this weird idea that local success solely falls on them. And it doesn't. It it falls on the stores running events. If your store doesn't make it worth it for you to show up to locals then you're not going to show up to locals. It has nothing to do with how the promo system works, how redemption works. So making a change that is anti-player, like the one they are making, is just hurting the good stores. The stores that are actually running events and doing things correctly. What needs to happen, what the real solution to this, is we get rid of the weird, in, they're calling it, I think they keep using the word embargo, the 60-day embargo on redemption or whatever. They're using big fancy college, college vocabulary, you know? Love that word. That's a cool word. So... What really needs to happen is Jasco needs to start taking steps to repair the damage relationships with LGSs who don't trust the game, right? I can't get my LGS rep to respond to emails. I had to put a ticket in today asking about plus ultra four. And the answer I got was, well, the LGS team handles that. And I went, cool. The LGS team doesn't answer emails. Like, you know, it's like, you I, guys I, don't I, have I, plus ultra four packs. Yeah, we don't have them yet. So, hmm. um, they have to, Jasco needs to understand that like making changes like this that hurt the players that are trying to stop sales, stop stores from selling, they just empower the stores who are already doing bad things. Right? Like yeah. it, it, a bad store has bad locals, a good store has good locals. Jasco's done half of the job. The game is, I'll use the word I wanted to use because I didn't want to get banned from Discord. It's fucked up good to play. Yeah. Right? Half, their, their, half of their job is done. The other half is empowering stores to run cool events. Yes. And that's all that needs to happen. These weird redemption changes, they don't matter. Just stop doing stuff with them. Leave redemption as it was. Let people get their non-foil promos. I, again, have never had someone at my locals go, I own all the promos I'm not showing up, unless that person was just showing up to sell promos. And even then... They were showing up to sell the promos. They were showing up to get the promo, to go yeah. sell the promo. They, they yeah. still came to the, the event. Yeah, it, it it is it is. It's just it's just a weird thing. It, I think I think I've said this before on a on a on a podcast. Um, it just reminds me of like them not paying attention to the stuff that they, that they actually need to pay attention to. It's 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 Metal Gear Solid Four, right? In like that first mission, you've got like these these like two groups of terrorists fighting each other, and then you're just like this old man sneaking on a roof, and one of them spots you. Everybody stops what they're doing and shoots you. It's like it's like I I, I don't you don't need to focus on me. You were doing your own thing. Go focus on something that that matters and is important. Yeah. This is this is not it. This is this this weird this weird promo focus is 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 interesting. Get me instead of making this thing. Why didn't we have events in February? 
Like, <laughs> like, and and so last night, it, like, the reason I wanted to bring it up as something we talked about on the podcast is last night it like fully bubbled over, right? It wasn't just like the two people who have been loud about it since it happened. It was like people coming out in in large mass to be like, no, this is bad. And there was one person from the community who was essentially like egging it on, um, and being like, just go buy the cards. Was Sucks it me? To suck. No, it was not you. Wasn't um, me. No. It was not you. It's good. Um, I was afraid I got and, drunk and <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> Discord yeah. posting. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, there was essentially someone who was like, "Oh, it sucks to suck. Maybe you should, you know, maybe you should just go spend money." Uh, and then that egged it on even more. And this mostly came from, and I'm going to open the news article too, so that I can kind of give out the info and the details. This mostly came from an announcement of uh, the triple M thing, monthly Monday mayhem. Uh, is, is is there like an actual article for that? There is. I'll get it to you. Uh, will you send it to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the monthly Monday mayhem. It is. Did they delete the article? I sent it to so many people today. Uh, give me a second. I will find it. Uh, do you want to go over what the general gist of monthly Monday mayhem is going to be? Yeah, it was funny. I'll, I'll actually give you a, a a bit of backstory. So. Chris called me last Friday. I was driving over to uh, to Iowa and was like, "Yo, Jasco's trying to do this uh this cash thing. Whenever you get a second, let's talk about it." And I was like, "Hell yeah, man! I'm 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 down." He's like, "I want you to cast." I'm like, "Yo, hell yeah, man! I'm down." Uh, and uh, basically, what it is is every month on Mondays, I have to change my uh, deck doctor nights. Um, Jasco is hosting or letting is empowering LGSs at least this first one for on fun stuff to do a cash run event a thousand dollar webcam tournament um, where top eight all walks away with 125 bucks in cash as well as uh, two plus ultra packs and two uh, regular packs on entry which is this is what this is what I what an insane W for Jasco yeah. on this idea. So so awesome. Um how how very very cool. Um uh the call Paul thank you that is the link. Thank you buddy. Um but yeah it, it is it's really really cool and I want to say that the 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 main reason to do this is uh twofold. Number one big hyper competitive formats every single month. The best of the best. You, it, it, it feels feels like it could easily be like um um a reason for people to come out of retirement once a month and and come uh uh the analogy of like I don't need to come to class. I'll just show up and do the tests. People are gonna come out of the woodworks to go every month score up 125 bucks. Easy, easy. Um, and then two, they're testing things like some new additional rules that are gonna be changing over and over and over again. Um and uh, you could. I, I'm I'm excited to really talk and dive my sink my teeth into like what this idea is because it is way way cooler than what was originally pitched to me. Yeah. So that's sort of I got the same thing. I actually asked. Um, I randomly brought up casting to Bromley, not like me casting, but like casting in general. And he went, "Oh yeah, do you want to cast a monthly event with Tam?" And I went, "Sure." Am I? And I said, "Are you sure I'm allowed?" And he went, I asked, and they said it was okay. And I went, okay. Hell yeah. So uh, the, the Forbidden Casting Duo. 
Uh, the time, dream team. Yeah, yeah. The, the last time this happened, someone lost a thousand dollars. At least a thousand dollars. So at least a thousand dollars. Um. So the the monthly Monday mayhem. Uh. Kind of looking in the article now. Each month, tournament organizers will be hosting a thousand dollar cash prize webcam tournament featuring special deck construction formats. The first one is going to be your character has to be from the League of Villains. Um. So that includes from set four, the Clash decks, the Quirk packs, the Plus Ultra packs, and pre-release characters. Makes sense. So you, you've got to play something that came out with set four. So the eight characters from the set, the Clash deck characters, Magne, Innsmouth, and Compress um, are, 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 the, are the 12 legal characters. Uh, your deck can contain cards from any set. You can even, if you want to play a buddy block of a character from another set, it can be in your deck. But if you go to sideboard, you can't make that your character. Your character has to be from Sephora. Uh, registration will open in about four March 6th, so like in four days. Um, and then the tournament is March 13th. Um, some players will get free entry. If you post your deck on social media using hashtag MyVillainDeck, eight people will be randomly selected for free entry. Uh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. know about that. That's, yeah. that's fucking rad. Um, here is the issue with this announcement. Everything... A hundred wins, right? This is very cool. This mm -hmm. is what people are asking mm -hmm. for. They announced these tiebreaker rules. Yeah. But they didn't give the premise for why these tiebreaker rules exist. Do you know why? Do you do you know why these exist? No. I have no idea. These I believe these events are going to be limited to eight to sixty-four people. Interesting. And that means the top eight will all be the players who were three and zero after three rounds. Huh. And because the event is limited to three rounds. That means we can't have draws because it'd be real bad to tell someone you lost $125 based on a tenth of a percentage. Yeah. Right? Totally. The new the new rules that, that are being implemented is that when time is called, the round ends. If you won game one and you're in the middle of game two, you win the match. If you are tied 1-1, whoever has the most health wins. If health is the same, the next person to take damage loses. Here's the issue with that. If I'm on a symbol with muscular and we're going into game three with 30 seconds left, I'm going to present muscular as my character. Yeah. And if you are not playing muscular symbols, I win the match. Yeah. Um, here is uh here is I, I, sorry. You, you go and say your piece and then, and then I, I want to. So the last bit is the reasoning for this though, is we cannot have draws in this format. They want the people who go undefeated to get $125. There cannot be draws. Right. That that is the gist of it. But none of that is included in the article. Why it's happening. It's just it's yeah. we'll be testing tiebreaker rules. The answer is because we want there to only be eight undefeated players. I think this is completely and totally fine. Sure. I think it's fine. I think that there is one issue with it, and it takes the TOs being a little more involved when time comes to comes to it. The one issue that I have is I think that it is lame for it to be whoever has the highest health. It should be whoever has the highest percentage of health. I think you should take your current health divided by your max health, and that's what it is. It still gives your five-handers a buff, but it does not give them a game-altering, I'm playing a 19 health character, you're playing a, a, a 26 health character, I have to figure out how to throw... 30 damage in one move in order to in order to to clutch the game if it is a percentage i think that i think that it that it 
works better than this, right? It works better than this. And the biggest issue with with this for me with damage taken or, or life loss or whatever is like there's always corner cases, right? Am I then punishing the Shigaraki three deck that's on death playing brute strength because he brute strength himself to nine and did, you know, only did 12 damage. So I'm actually, I've taken 55% of my life to my own effect. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, but I also I, dealt more damage to you kind of thing, right? Like I, think I did that, the damage. I think that that is okay because mm-hmm. that is a read you have to make for this particular tournament, right? Like for the same way that, you don't. I wouldn't. If we were playing a singleton format, I wouldn't play ecto ectoplasm clones. I wouldn't play play ectoplasm in a singleton format. I'm you're you're punishing all the ectoplasm characters or players because of it's a singleton format. Sure. He should be allowed to play two boos. <laughs> I no, don't it's hate that's you. the format that exists. Yeah. That's that's rules as written, and it's a test. We we will forwards. We will be testing. Yes. New tiebreaker rules, and I, I don't hate it. But I wish instead of Chris Bromley having to come in and, and, and be like, hey, guys, I was assured this is only for this. It was just in the article. Sure. Hey, we have to have eight people go undefeated. Ah. We we don't want to take money away from someone because there were like there was an, an intentional draw or something or like, you know, you, you had a, a, an unintentional draw or whatever. Right. You have to come to a conclusive winner in order to fit the parameters. Um. Uh, as far as how much these tournaments cost, we don't know. Uh, Bromley told me ten bucks is what he was told. Hundred dollars. Yeah. You're gonna make twenty five bucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now that but, makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, th- there should be some kind of. There's got to be a better way. It's just okay. So it's one of those things where we make an announcement, and the general gist of the announcement is is very positive, except we left out like three lines of text that would have made people not freak out. Yeah. Totally. People still would I mean, have freaked out over the tiebreaker rule. I know there are people who have already said, I don't want to play this format, not because of the villain League of Villains set for only thing, but because I don't want to have to live in a world where, like, if I don't play muscular I in my sideboard, right, then I could just lose the match on, on accident, right? There, there sure. are, and that and that's fine. You know, you vote with your wallet. Don't play in the event. Um, you know, Bromley said that, like, he, as as the guy running the first one, he, he wishes that wasn't the case, that you would, you know, give it a shot anyway. You have to play three rounds and, you can win 125 bucks, and if rounds are an hour and ten minutes, that's what like forty dollars an hour. If they're not an hour and ten minutes. Oh yeah, they're they're well they're, they're gonna still, there's they're in like there's ten minutes. No of, ten minutes yeah. overtime because yeah, like yeah, the yeah, game yeah. will be over. Yeah, it's so, done. Um, it, the it'll, likelihood it'll be... of us being at the same health is so minuscule, yeah. and it's one point. Cremation's cremation's gonna pop, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'll enhance. <laughs> wait, I'll lose a health for cost. No, wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So, <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I am excited to cast the first one. Uh, you know, I might jump in the second one or the third one or whatever uh, and give it a run. But it's it's definitely very, um, it's very cool. It is basically what people had been asking for was like, if we're not going to get provisionals, how am I going to get this like competitive play? Um, there are there are positives and negatives with it. I think running it on Monday. Limiting the number of people who can enter means it's not going to be that same feel of like an eight round weekend tournament where I like got to yeah. jam games, but everyone's going to be like trying their ass off and people are going to be bringing their best stuff. It's not going to be, you're not going to play round one and two and have your opponent go, yeah, you got the win, man. I, I'm going out. Like, I, you know, like every round is going to be all three rounds. Are gonna I'm be, like, here for intense. promos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so um, yeah, uh, it'll be, it'll be really cool to see. Um, 
we, we are definitely going to be casting the first one. So you'll catch the two of us over on, on Twitch. Uh, I think we're doing an unfun stuff channel is what I was told. Twitch.tv slash unfun stuff. He yeah. is, uh, the, the, the original thing that he said to me on that, on that phone call on Friday was, I was going to be here on Tam Cardwell. And I'm like, down, I'm in, I'm in. And then he, and then it's going to be on unfun stuff. He's paying a guy to, uh, to yeah. spruce it up and produce it and have everything, all the bells and whistles look good, feel good, all of that jazz. So yeah. like that, that feels good. Um, so hell yeah. Yeah. He's, he's making, he told me he's getting all kinds of stuff made and he's very excited that, you know, the two of us get to cast events because outside of the one night or whatever that we did the thing, uh, We've never actually done an event together. I did one sure. with like Sam Tate. I did one with Matt Childress. I did one with Bill Birch. I did one with Chris Smith. I did one with, I think that's it. I think I said everyone. Uh, I'm Levi Pilled. I think yeah. I only did it with Levi and You Sam did it with Sam Athens. once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the two of us never really got to cast anything I guess I did together. it with Nil when I got told the wrong oh, time and I, yeah. I didn't wake up in enough time. Yeah, you did do the one yeah. with Nil. So, uh, yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, those are kind of. Do you What's have, our dress code? Do you know? Uh, we have to talk to Bromley. I have no clue. Yeah. Do we, do we know tank tops guns out yeah we i have tank tops <laughs> hey, i pay is. a lot of money to make my skin get permanently marked so like i'm always down to wear tank tops i'm um, in and i'm so I, white everybody have i don't to wear even know if, at home. if i've ever really had this one on your stream uh, on you know i i, I got all kinds Ooh. of stuff to show off so yeah uh, we, we got the skull up here right um that's what x-men character was that is that death sure hell yeah uh <laughs> sure yeah. And a dinosaur? You have a dinosaur on your arm? Yeah, I have a dinosaur right there. Ooh. You a big dinosaur fan? I got this jellyfish that, unfortunately, as I get older, will start to look less like a jellyfish and more like something very phallic. Um, so, no, that this wasn't is just the stuff intention. I, no, that wasn't the intention. Uh, the This left arm, not to get too off topic, was just stuff I like. And if you notice, it's all half color, half half black and white, or gray, right? Yeah. So it's like color flowers, human skull, gray. Dinosaur skull gray, flowers color. The jellyfish has these like flowers instead of tentacles. I like flowers, they're cool. It's like this dagger thing. Um, I like flowers, they're cool. Yeah. Based. So uh, this left arm is all like things I like done grayscale and color. And then my right arm is the X Men stuff, right? So we got the gambit. I don't know if I had, I did the magic. I had the gross yeah. arm, you know? So yeah. Um, I don't know. That was really off topic. But any, was there any other announcements that we missed? No, as you said, I never, I never, I, I, I barely, barely, uh, uh, lurk in, in that main discord. Mm -hmm. Um, I just like, I sleep during the time that I could do it. And then I wake up and I just go live. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I just, just, I just don't care. Um, probably to my own detriment, yeah. but, uh, I think it's going to bring us to our main topic, right? Yeah. Advice yeah. for losers <laughs> and how to take it and how to take it advice and give it and how to take it yeah, yeah, yeah so uh this this entire idea uh that i want that i wanted to talk about was um deck building truly is one of the most magical things about our game it's really really fun it's really really special and there's there's so many um uh different ideas that can that can uh blossom talking about flowers in when it comes to deck building how do you take advice when you when I ask somebody, hey, what do you think of my deck? What do you do to make your deck? Uh, wh wh what kind of mindset do you have to be in in order to to receive this feedback and flip the coin when somebody asks you, can you look at my deck? What's a good proper way to give them this feedback? 
how do you help somebody and and actually help them as opposed to flip 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 yeah it looks good man like like what what goes into like being a good advice giver and sure. taker i i would say and i think this this kind of per, to start us off this is the first thing and it's the most important thing I have started doing whenever any of my locals send me a deck, whenever someone on Discord sends me a deck, whenever us as teammates, right? If you send me a deck, um, my first question is always, what is our goal? Are we playing this to win locals? Are we playing this to do the cute combo once at locals? Are we doing it to win a to win a provisional? Are we doing it to top eight a regional? Are we doing it to make people go, oh, do you remember that guy who played Aoyama 2 and got 32nd at a region? Like, what is the purpose, right? Like, are we... What's the goal? Yeah, what is the goal? Because um, a lot of times someone will send me a deck and I will just start like tearing it apart and they'll go, well, I only really wanted to do this so I could do this silly combo at my locals one time. And I go, well, at that point, we got to look at how do I make you do the combo? How, how yeah. I took all the things that did the combo out because they're not competitively like geared cards. Right? Combo's cute, but it doesn't do much. Yeah, but if that's what the purpose of the deck is, I have yeah. to kind of gear my advice around that. So I think the most important thing that both on both sides, whether you're giving or receiving the advice, it's establishing what the purpose of your deck is. I want to take yeah. a regional and I want to, I want my name to be in the top 16, right? Yeah. Or I want to go to my locals. I want to go, I'm totally cool going two and one. I just want to do the cool thing, right? I want to do the cool thing. I, even if I don't win a match, if I get to do the cool thing, that's cool with me. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 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 AJ, who I I bring up, you know, like uh, he works with me, uh, disaster in chat. If he's, I don't think he's watching. I think he's at Yu-Gi-Oh locals today. There you lives at one seven five. So so for me, a lot of times with with him, he's the one, um, one of the people who asks me for advice the most because we work together, we 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 play to get play games together, we we we're in multiple group chats together, and I always have to go. All right, are we doing something silly or do we want to play this at an event? Yeah. Because yeah. he loves doing silly things, like he loves doing the silly combo. So, yeah. What am I? Uh, what am I big? Uh, one of, one of my biggest streams that I do every week. I think actually, like, like on average, my biggest stream is just deck doctors, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I do this all the time. Um, and so <laughs> messed up. I so I uh I I, I the, the first thing I do is give me the elevator pitch. What it is? What is it that you're trying to do? Um, and and there's there's some people that are like. Eh, I just want like a good deck, and like I, I genuinely think that that's like really hard to go off of. It's tough to to be like, ah, just give me the best fifty cards you can. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, uh, as we get more sets, man, th this is gonna be significantly harder. Um, because there's like a lot of a lot of micro things that we could be doing inside of it. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's. It it really is about communication. What is what is it that that you want? What do you what do you what do you want out of it? Um, and then I I think the the second big thing when it comes to both giving and taking advice is a, a Bruce Lee quote of "Empty your cup, be open to all possibilities that exist." Um, the person who owns the cards has the final say, but if you're asking somebody for help and advice, you need to open up your uh, your mind and be like, "Is what they're saying does it does it does it flow with what I'm doing?" 
And then the person giving the advice, there's so many times that I've been on a on a on a deck doctor where I've been like, this card is not good in your deck because of X, Y, Z reason. And they go, well, what about A and B? And then I look at the card and I go, oh, shit, A and B is tight. Yeah. <laughs> a and B is sick. OK, I, I'm in. I'm, let me let me double down and it's, we'll, we'll, we'll shift this direction. And so when it when it. When it comes to it, you need to be able to understand that, like, you are not like the the end all be all amazing, right? You you unless you're Kevin Broberg, of course, obviously Kevin Broberg. We all have to worship the ground that guy walks on now. Um, get on all fours until and start this barking. year. Until this year, get on all fours and start barking. Um, you you have to. Uh, <laughs> so that's just a funny visual. <laughs> uh, you you have to. Um, you have to uh, 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 be able to to reach across the aisle and collaborate on truly, I think deck building is art. I really, really believe that. I think deck building really is like an artistic expression of, of this game. Um, and so it's really tough for you to look at somebody and go, your art is bad. Your art sucks. Yeah, you stink. I, I think kind of staying on the communication too. It's, uh, getting when you're when you're the one receiving the advice, you have to communicate uh, what you're looking for. We've kind of said that, but like you also have to communicate your non-negotiables. These are the things that are going in my deck. You yeah. can tell me they're bad, whatever. Um, uh, I think uh, I think the general first point is just the communication has to be there. We'll get into like things that you can be helping people with, but like you have to you have to tell people. Right. If I send Tam a deck list, a set four deck list on death, evil, and order, it's gonna have four league invitation in it. And Tam's going to have to accept, at least for right now, my non-negotiable is all of those decks are starting with four copies of League Invitation. Yeah. And that's how yeah, it works. Yeah. I have posted several decks on these symbols, and people will be like, Well, you can play this three diff, and I go, I am playing four league invitation. That that's that's what's happening, right? Um and and and, and it, but that, that also helps you give the feedback of okay, like I don't need to look at three different foundations, right? I don't need to look at, at at certain parts of your deck because you have told me I'm playing that one. Totally. Um, and you get to take and the counter argument is okay, you're I'm down for you to play these four league invitations, but every time that you open three of them in your starting hand, write it down. Yeah. Every time that you uh that you uh fail uh your 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 build or you or you can't um reestablish on on turns one, two, and three because you're loaded with three diffs, write that down for me. Every time you win with because you had two of them on your board or you saw three of them across the game, also write that down so that you can you can look at them and be like, this is the reason why this is a, a non uh, non negotiable um, and, and like give, you know, stats, facts, data. Yeah, and, and I think are fun, but like like it's it's way easier to defend your argument of this is a non negotiable. If you're like this card has won me so many games and it hasn't mm -hmm. lost me a bunch of games. I, I, I think uh, continuing on the communication thing too, on giving advice, I tell everyone who sends me a deck list that if it has green cards in it, I'm telling you to take the green cards out. I, again, my data and my, in, in my playing of the game, skipping a foundation for a green card. If you are not Momo, Yaya Rosa or playing a banned card is not worth it. <laughs> if you are playing unwavering slash play the green cards, if you're playing Momo, play the green cards, if you're playing Momo too, you can play the green cards, right? If your character doesn't uh, expressly do something with green, with assets, I say green cards with assets, I'll I'll, I'll say exactly what the card type is. Uh, I am going to tell you to take the asset out because in my opinion, it should just be a foundation. Now we are pushing the power level on assets and that will change. But I think also knowing your limitations, 
because of how much expression is in our in our in our game as far as deck building goes you called it art and, and it's like the the coolest part right and and mm-hmm. and um for me my expression is i'm not going to play assets sure right I, yeah. I think you should almost always choose to build a foundation over an asset. There are very small corner cases where that is not true. I think like if you're playing against a deadlock, you're not allowed to play against. Yeah, your your foundation might be better than an asset because you're at 10 foundations or whatever. Um, I, I, yeah, the big first tip is communication because I think it's just like establishing, especially like the first time someone asks you for deck advice is always the most awkward because you don't know how they react to like certain things. It's also a feeling. It's, I do really well when someone says, that's not a good card. Your deck is bad. You stink. AJ, the example I'm going to use for a lot of this, AJ does not take that well. AJ does not take your deck is bad. That card stinks. Don't, don't fucking do that as yeah, it's art. It's art. It feels so, it feels so bad for, for, for you to have that drawing, bring it to dad and go, can we put this on the fridge? And he goes, wait, (laughs) <laughs> does it really deserve to be on the fridge <laughs> yeah it's it's very it's very tough like it's it's figuring out like god there's so much that comes down to it uh that's why i love the sponsored player team aspect because i'm just gonna tell people who are trying to get who trying to go trying to go win a regional hey this isn't good like this is just flat out not good don't do this thing and if they have a, a reasoning i'm willing to accept that um yeah. i'm willing to kind of hear them out on it but like, especially especially the subject for this is getting into a new format, right? We had a lot of strong opinions about cards literally three weeks ago, four weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, whenever we did the card rating. And I have now played yeah. with some of those cards and I have changed my mind. Yeah. Very right? excited to go back and look at that. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. go ahead and say right now, I wasn't super sold on Lost in Thought. And then I played with Lost in Thought and I went, this is really good. I mean, and, and then, and you're the one who was like, this is a very good card. So like, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's, I, 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 I don't want to keep repeating, but like, it's just so important to establishing like the communication styles and like h- how you respond well. Um, it's going back to the same person repeatedly, someone you trust, because then you're able to actually build this like repertoire of like going back and forth of like, I know that this person wants me to say this, not wants me to say this, but like wants this kind of feedback, right? Yeah. Uh, I know Tam for the most part is going to be perfectly okay if he hands me a deck and I go, this is awful. Like I, yeah. I, 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 or, or like sometimes I straight, I'll go, I don't get it. What are we doing? Right. Can I use an example in real life? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, your life Ochako deck that you said that you wanted to take to, uh, to worlds. Yeah. I played that deck a total of one time. Yeah. I don't know if I drew bad. I don't <laughs> know. If I, I pulled my hand and went, Hmm, I'll build three paths. And this isn't what Otostrock is supposed to do. I'll draw my <laughs> hand. I'll build three paths. This isn't what Ochako is supposed to He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I have- uh, it, so like that, that's a perfect example, right? Because that's a deck I handed to my buddy Zach, and I was like, let, it, let him play it into locals. And um, he played it once, and he went, am I missing something? And I'm watching over here losing my mind because I'm like, oh, there's all these buttons you could be doing. There's yeah. all these things you can be doing. And then he played a second game and he, he started doing the things and he, then it all started working together because again, deck building is complicated and hard and tough. And so me, you know, the feedback, sometimes, sometimes deck feedback is hard because you have to play a deck sometimes. Totally. My first thing, whenever, 
if someone hands me a deck in person, I'll go, do you have two decks? And they'll go, yeah. Or if they say yes, I go, let's play, but I'm playing this one. The one right? that, that you're wanting the one to they give want the, the advice on? on? Yeah, the one they yeah. want the feedback on. Right? I'm playing this one. You play your other one and you do play. Don't, don't, don't baby me. Try to kill me. Make me play defense. Yeah. Let me play offense kind of thing. Um, it's because that Ochako one deck, if I would have sent it to you, you would have looked at it and been like, that's a lot of cards that say words, yeah. right? Like that, those have words on them. I don't know what the words do together. And then if, if you played it two, three, four times, you'd start seeing all of like the buttons that happen, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your What's your next little advice for losers and or how to take <laughs> advice or how to give advice? I I think the the uh, a big piece of advice, honestly, is give up. Don't be so married to an idea, um, and it is totally possible that you should shelve it. It doesn't work this format, right? A good yeah. example is literally the deck that I'm playing for Unfun Fridays, possibly, I guess, Force Legal. Uh, we are it – is, it is Relentless Barrage Bakugo. Those are two set one cards, not possible set one. There weren't enough punch – or death punches, right? So – Give up on the idea, shelve it in the back of your your head, and go. Maybe in the next set it'll work, right? Which brings us to like 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 the idea of it's set four. How do I go back and fix all these decks? There are some decks that are going to take and and the best deck in the room, Tokoyami deck, is playing two cards from set four, and it's cremation. That's it. That's all that changed. It needs nothing else. It needs literally nothing else. But there's now a new ally engine that you could put in Tokoyami as well, which is super cool. And there's also like this idea of like this this evil uh, engine that you could put in the deck as well. And there's also this idea of, blah, 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 blah. but when it comes to the best deck in the room, two cards. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And so it is. It is okay for you to give up on an idea and for your idea to be bad. Um, and exactly opposite of that, it is okay for you not to give up, right? I think it is okay for you to stick to your guns and mold this thing into something really, really, really special, right? Um, and a prime example of that is Lord Grimm, that Dobby guy. Yeah. He forced Dobby to to do Dobby one, not Dobby two. Forced Dobby one to do what he wanted to do, and it came from doing decent enough at some events, and then sculpting and grinding and shaving and and looking at numbers and testing and looking at the meta and and doing everything that he could so that so that they could you know go play in worlds right and they played dobby in worlds and were top eight top four day one like that what what an unbelievable success story of the the exact opposite advice that i just gave of i just told you to give up and he, they didn't. They didn't give up. <laughs> he just. He just kept doing it. Um, I think a big part of that too about the give up aspect is it's not saying give up the first time you play it and you lose a match with it. It's saying yeah. you play this for two or three weeks, and even when you get to do the cool thing that you think is the reason to be playing the deck, you keep. You don't. It doesn't win you the game. Perhaps this is something yeah. we have to come back to later, right? Like your your Bakugo one deck with Almost Barrage. If you tried it in set one, sometimes you would do the cool thing and go, yeah, I sure guess you didn't die i sure guess yeah. i only got to attack three times or four times or whatever right um uh, the, uh, a big example for me for this is also and i, and I guess kind of tying into not giving up or, or giving up or whatever is 
I, and I said it a little bit, I think handing your deck to someone else is the best way they can give you advice. Uh, using another example, a meta deck that mattered, the Gamer Toga deck. Um, the 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 Life Toga Alleyway Ambush. Chris sent me a message. I was looking for a deck to play for locals, and he said, we should play this, and it was about two weeks before Pasadena. Two or three weeks before Pasadena. And I, he said, we're trying to keep it, like, a little secret, right? We're not trying to, like, hide it from everyone because people know that Alleyway Ambush is a card. We're trying to keep it a little secret, so play it at your locals, give me advice, right? And I said, okay, sure. So I went, I took his deck and I played it at locals and I came back. He's like, what'd you think? And I went, man, I wish that I had heroic strike in my deck. And I was like, if I had heroic strike, I didn't need to draw three tongue whips to win. I had to draw one or two tongue whips and a hero or three punches and a heroic strike into two alleyway. I was like, out like, and, and he, he thought, and he put it in and he played and he was like, holy shit, you're right. Heroic strike is messed up. He was like, when you yeah. go back alley, future charge, future charge, heroic strike, commit four into foundation three alleyway ambushes right or two out whatever it was right like he yep. was like this is and, and he was like i probably would have never put it in his in my deck right like he was like i, I don't think i would have connected those dots eventually and then jose he, he top eights a regional jose goes on and wins a regional with the deck right yeah um it, it is i think one of the like the most like one of the things you can do best especially if you're if you're willing to play on tabletop simulator if you own all of the cards you're willing to play on webcam someone sends you a deck give them the base advice hey I don't know how I feel about this. Explain this to me. What what are what is the goal with this little pack? I see we have a small little like package here. What does this do? And then just go, hey, I'm gonna go play like five matches with this with this. Is that cool? Make sure they're not trying to hide it from from the world or whatever. And if yeah. they yeah, come back and be like, all right, I played my five matches. Like, I think I would this is what I would do differently now. Like, or hey, this was really good. And I know I was questioning before and now I see what you saw, right? Right now, my brain is stuck on the idea of um, uh, the training with Gunhead and Twisting Azure Inferno. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. that, that like I, I got hyper fixated on work today. In Dobby 2, you can play Twisting Azure Inferno. You can plus three damage it. You can go my checks. And then every single one of your cards after that is hit with training with Gunhead. Right? It, yeah. It, from that point forward. And so... I'm going to have to go, and, and that's where I'm stuck at, like, for my Dobby 2 deck. is like, that seems really powerful. How do I do that consistently? Plus one, plus three on everything is very good. Right? Three damage right. And, and one, right? And effectively plus two, plus three, because because of Twisting Azure Inferno. Right. And, and the issue I've had with, you know, kind of going over the advice I've gotten on Dobby 2, the issue we're having is, like, man, what do I do if, like, I only draw a single Twisting Azure Inferno and I don't draw two? What do I do when my opponent has all this health? Or what do I do when... Um, the or the like one of the main feedbacks on the fire deck that we've all come to the conclusion is this deck's really powerful when I can pass my checks, and that feedback led me to well, what if I was the chaos symbol and I got to play first day of class and I got to play double jab pummel and I got to play freezer burn and I got to play all these cards that you know freezer burn's on fire, but I got to play these cards that are not on the fire symbol that help me pass checks. Yeah. Um, sometimes if you're really married to the idea of playing a character, it's it's sometimes even completely shifting symbols. It's playing your deck getting all of this feedback from everyone and going, okay, well, I want to play Dobby too. Maybe it's not, maybe the issue is passing checks. It's, 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 I don't have quite enough speed. I don't have enough card draw. What if I just don't play the symbol? I thought, what if I switch over to the, the chaos symbol, for example? Um, yeah. And, and I, I think the willingness to understand, are you married to the symbol? Are you married to the cards? Are you married to the character? What is the goal? Um, is, is a big part of like deck building and, and feedback in general, right? Like, um, understanding 
handing your deck off to someone. A lot of people played Fire. A lot of us have played Fire Dobby. As for Esteron Fun stuff, you guys have watched Tuesdays. You've heard people jumping in and out of rooms saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're running Dobby 2 to each other, whatever. And, like, a lot of us have come to the same conclusion that, like, the Fire Dobby 2 hands are nuts. When he draws it, he draws it. Yeah. But sometimes he does, on five foundations or six foundations, check two threes and go, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dead. Like, I... <laughs> I have to pay for these on a six on a seven uh, to hope you don't block. Oh, you blocked the last one for lethal. I can't pass any more checks, you know? Um, and, 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 and that's kind of getting heavily detailed into one deck, but like that, that's the, where this new Dobby deck that I've come up with has come from three weeks of us testing Dobby and going, uh, fire is not the symbol. Yeah. And, and, and we have had like, we're, we're looking at like, what is the best Dobby deck? We've had close to four lists floating around, right? Like I, I, and, and it all comes to this idea of like I tried to make the greediest Dobby of all time, right? I wanted to play Nitro Explosion, uh, hit you with it by giving it a little bit of speed, instant explosive release, play a move, remove the instant explosive release, flip over prehensile tail, lift back up my instant explosive release, play it again. Like, the greediest shit of all time. Have that killer hand get one one solid block at the beginning, and I go, oh, well, I don't, I don't get to do anything else. I'll build one pass. It's yeah. your turn. I'll try. Hey, we'll get him next time, right? Yeah, and, and so, like... We moved into the second list, which... which not to interrupt you, sorry. We yeah, second list, and the general feedback was, when I get showdown, I lose the game, and I went, well, I'll never get showdown again. Let's make it all lows, baby. And then the third so, list. Like, of, go ahead, sorry. It, it, this 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 idea without getting like too into Dobby is yeah. the I want to play Dobby, but I am down to not be mayor. I'm down to give up on these ideas and change directions. I still want to play Fire Dobby. Let's move on to something else and being willing to do that. Um, and I, I I think in in giving and receiving that advice you need to be you need to be able to to empty your cup open your eyes what can i do with with the information that's given to me um let's uh let's go a little smaller i think okay. right right now these are really really big concepts yeah 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 when you fix a deck What's the first thing that you look at when you look at somebody else's deck and go, well, this obviously needs to change? Uh, so me personally, me personally being very small, my first thing is I separate foundations attacks right away. The first thing mm -hmm. I'm doing and I go, oh, we're playing 28 foundations and 27 attacks. No wonder you've never checked a five in your life, right? Like, hey, no wonder your problem Ratio. is I just can't seem to check five. Um, it, it, it starts at the at the most macro sense in the full ratios of your attacks, your foundations, your checks, right? Um, staying on ratios, I then break it down to how many three, two, one, zero diffs are we playing? How many three, four, five, six diffs are we playing? Mm -hmm. um, hey, I can't ever string out a kill, and I break down your attacks, and I go, that's because you're playing nineteen five diffs and one four like and two four diffs. You can't string because you need twelve foundations to string. You can't string on seven because you just can't play on a five on a six on a seven on an eight even yeah, checking check five three and it's over yeah check one three or even checking fives that last card commits all of your pieces right like you mm -hmm. you don't get to use them um yeah. getting even smaller then we then we get into the block symbols Blo I, I, block symbols are one of the last things i end up checking like I, I i know that's like a big part of the game is like your block symbols math but for me personally i want to know that like when i draw my first hand i'm gonna build four 
some percentage, some high percentage of the time in almost every character. Five-handers, it's build three, but every other character, it's build four. And then I want to know that when I go to play my attacks, I'm going to check on average 30% of the time, I'm going to check a three, 70% of the time, I'm going to check a four, whatever that number is I come up with, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also want to know, hey, if I have eight, I for some reason, my number is eight. If I have eight foundations, can my attacks actually kill people if I check all fives? And if I, yeah. if I, if my answer is yes on all of these, I then go, what's wrong with my block modifiers? And so sure. essentially it's breaking everything down into ratios, right? If someone hands me a deck, that's how I do it. I go, okay, you've got a good number of attacks and foundations. What does your difficulty curve look like? Are we just slamming things on a five or all our foundations, three diffs? And then we yeah. get into block modifiers once we establish all of that. What about you? What's your first thing? Yeah, my, my first thing, obviously, is uh, the attack lineup. Like, how do you win the game should be the first question you ask for any deck, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you look at your attack lineup, you should ask yourself on, uh, if I had to kill you on turn two, what's the best hand for me to do that? I built my four. I'm forced. I, I, I draw six attacks. What are the six attacks that I want, right? And then you do ask that same question on, on turn three, on turn four, on turn five, on turn six, on turn – and you can do that for, for turn 17. What's the best six cards I could draw, right? Um, and the answer should be different 90% of the time of, like, turn two versus turn 17. Um, but, like, understanding, like, like having a deep understanding of what is what is my deck actually trying to accomplish? That will really help you, everybody at home. That will really help you with your fundamentals of, like, you look at a hand of six cards and go, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Um, the next thing that I look at is exclusively um, uh, my foundations. And I care th- that at least one-third of my foundation base, and it's actually with set four and the options that they keep printing us, um, pushing closer to like 50-50 of like, what does my spam look like? Does my spam have all three block zones if possible? And then is it is it at least relevant enough, right? Mm. I have been putting enamored in my deck, in, in all my death decks. Zero five two low block, uh, blank as hell. It's it's the most blank of all time. That card says it gets flipped with tight lipped. <laughs> it says flip me for plus one damage, and I am down for that because what I care about is my orange cards are so potent, they're so good that I want to to do it. So like I I want to look at your your foundation base and go, you have all these gnarly attacks. Can you actually pass them? And then the other half of your foundation base needs to be things that, you know, actually tactically work with the foundation base that you have. There's no reason in your range package to play Let's Fight Bad Guys. Let's Fight Bad Guys is a 1-5, but it doesn't flip to do anything. It just doesn't It doesn't do the thing. And so, like, you need to make sure that you are, um, you are there to uh, – your foundation base works. From there, I think block spread is really important. And the reason I think block spread is really important at this phase of the at this phase, if you are if you are um, look, if you hand your deck to somebody, if you hand your deck to me and you have four low blocks, that's the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put low blocks in your deck because the reason you're coming to me for advice shouldn't be. uh, Hey, Tam, will you help me fix my deck? That's the that's the number one thing, because whenever you fight Lomu and you die, you didn't actually learn anything about your deck. Right. The more even your your block ratios are, the more of a chance that you have to play an honest game. And it's in the honest games that you find out what can my deck do, not in the dishonest ones. Not when you blow them out or when I get blown out, right? 
the look look at the on your on our on our bell curve what's what's happening up here and having a decent enough block spread matters um so that you don't end up on the on the ends uh and so after after that then it is okay we're here let's polish the deck and let's start taking let's start taking stuff out and that's where I'm down for my block modifiers to get a little more wonky because then I look at the quality of what my blocks do not to bring this card back up but like if if teamwork is my if teamwork is one of my power low blocks it's okay for me to have less low blocks because that card is a one low block and is really good at blocking I want to hold it for a low block so it can exist in my hand for a little longer um, I don't I don't feel like I auto have to review this this card, you know, um, and so like looking at like what it what the blocks do um, matters. But I, I know I know like like Chris Bromley, one of one of the, the the best players of my hero will go and register a six low block deck and feel totally fine. But that's because he knows there's six low blocks in it. He's realized there's six low blocks in it and he is down to just not do that he's making that choice um i'm not chris bromley there's no way i'd be caught dead playing a six low block deck i don't want to lose to lomu i would i would i'd go scream <laughs> in a public place with 300 people i would i would lose my mind um if that was if it was as simple as i just didn't register low blocks you know yeah, yeah kind of like i said low blocks are block block uh ratios are like the last thing I got. It's mostly because I think that like for me you said that like you want to know how people die first. That's the first thing you do. I want to know how do I my first thing when I build a deck is go is I go what's the best my defense look when my opponent tries to deal 45 damage on turn 2. Hmm. That's the first thing I do. I go to my foundations and my attacks and I go, "All right, my opponent is Ojiro 2 and he drew a single copy of of Student of the Art and two zones in his hand and he checks the zone he needs on his build. What am I doing to not die? And those are the first cards that go into my deck. Sure. And that's why I struggle. Sometimes people go like, Oh, why are you playing this? And I go, I need things that make me not die on turn two. How are you killing people? Any deck in our game kills you if it checks fives. Like sure. that's my, that's how my, but that's also the people I've spoken to about playing the game. And like a lot of the advice I got was just like, Hey, any deck in our game will kill you on five foundations when they go on a five, on a six, on a seven, and they check five, 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 or on a five, on a six, on a six, on a seven. I check yeah. all fives on those, and my character even does a little bit of damage. My character says plus one damage on it. I probably can deal 28, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and, and so for, for me, uh, a thought is like, how do I not die? Is like the first place my brain goes. I think that that's totally fair, but if you are a a, a a wet noodle, if your deck just doesn't work offensively, then your opponent is allowed to bully you, and sure. I think that that's like uh, I don't and, know. And, I, I think and we, I think you can we might be getting into the, the weed of yeah. things, right? The thing. Yeah, but it. I'm saying like that's something um, you can figure out later too. Is like how do I kill people? Well, I want to know how I don't die, and that's just how my deck building works, and that's what's worked for me sure. at most events. That's kind of like sort of like. The events I've done well at my Kirishima two deck was solely focused on not dying, and I would kill people if I checked enough fives, or I would kill people when I drew the hand. Right, the the match I had on stream that you commentated that deck. If you look at my foundations, I wasn't playing homage, I wasn't playing talented baker, I was just playing things that say when my opponent does the bird thing or the Jiro thing or the Ojiro thing, how do I not die? Um, yeah. and, and so and so that's and that's very it's just interesting it's an interesting note right because like. Our feed, it, it, it's it's talking about feedback and like how to give it and, and the advice for the game is like who you go to is going to shape the feedback you get a lot Absolutely. of the time, right? 
Cam Cardwell wants to kill you. He's playing 25 attacks in his 58 card deck, and he wants to kill you. You know, better for content. Sure. And (laughs) I'm, I have submitted decks towards our team chat that have 14 attacks in them and like 61 cards. Right. And I, and I'm like, oh, I'll kill him eventually. Like, uh, uh, and so, and so like, yeah, I, I think that the, for me kind of getting back in, kind of reining myself back in here from our, our little discussion we just had is like the block modifiers are important, right? That is, that is a big part of your deck building. Um, for some reason, for me, it's like fifth on the list. Or block zones, not modifiers. I keep saying modifiers, and I think that might have confused some people. Yeah. Zones. I don't care about ones, twos, or threes, right? Like, I, I've never registered a deck on ice gliding symbols that have four ice gliding, four heroic lineage. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that's that's my that's my, uh, I, my thought process. I so. think that I think that block mods matter, but I think mm-hmm. block mods matter after you understand what the meta is. When I went into when you go into world's meta and you've got nothing but three high blocks, you're gonna lose to Tokoyami. Oh, for sure. Right? Because like you, you're gonna lose to Tokoyami. You're gonna lose to 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 Jiro. You're gonna lose to Ojiro. You're gonna lose. So like block modifiers matter, but they're not like the thing that you should be looking at first sure. when when building, and and when giving or getting like if if the first thing someone does you've got too many three blocks in your in your deck you should redo that's, this that's like, very weird that's bad advice, <laughs> that's bad a, well, advice. I, I don't know if it's bad it's just weird advice <laughs> yeah, if the first yeah, thing yeah. if you hand someone, they're blowing you off <laughs> if you if you hand someone a deck and the first thing they go is you have too many three mods that person's killing you tonight yeah they're focusing on the wrong detail right <laughs> don't go into a room alone with them don't yeah. let them make sure they don't follow yeah. you home because that's a yeah. very weird first buddy system thing, right? buddy system yeah that's a very <laughs> if i handed tam a deck in person and he went you got too many three mods i went oh no <laughs> our friendship's over what did i do wrong we're, share- we're sharing a hotel room <laughs> yeah so yeah um yeah and, and i and i think that um uh, uh it, it's 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 very important to kind of like break your decks down that the way we just discussed right um i think that taking what tam and i said and building your own system that works for you right i would never make a deck the way tam just explained it's why no offense tam i can't watch deck doctors that's okay i can't do it right because the way the advice you are giving on how to build a deck from zero i love your advice when my deck is already at 60 but sometimes people are handing you decks and you're essentially taking them from this 60 to a completely different 60. You're keeping a lot of it. Well, you're keeping half of it sometimes. Sometimes you're keeping all of it but two cards. But sometimes you are fully gutting the deck out. And that's not, you know, for me, I, I the way that I, whenever I hand you something and I and I only need one card changed, really, really good, right? I love going to Tam when I need one card because Tam plays with the cards probably more than anyone. Uh, except for when Tam tells me to put Arctic Conflagration in my deck and then I... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Teamwork? Teamwork. <laughs> um, I'm sure you got five different symbols in that attack lineup somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. somewhere you got five different. Somewhere. Those but kids I, look so cute. They're smiling. Plus five. <laughs> yeah, a big thing is, 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 is figuring out what works for you, too. Like, we can give you all the advice in the world on what we totally. do, how we help people. But you have to, like, come up with what your... Your system is everyone has their system right um you know I, I, to, some... to the point of to the point of everyone has their system i think it would be 
I mean, you there's a bunch of content creators. There's a bunch of I mean, there's 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 my Discord. There's the main Discord. There's there's uh, Sam Tate has a Discord. Unfun stuff has a Discord. Unfun stuff has a Discord. There's Discords, Discords, Discords. There's communities willing to do it. Pop your deck. Pop pop. Come on a deck doctor. Take the list before I doctor it and go ship it to somebody else. Hey, what would you change? See how much of that advice matches up, right? I'm not Kevin Broberg. You're not Kevin Broberg. Ship your list to Kevin Broberg. He might get he might mean you a quarter million dollars. Uh, my dumbass got thirtieth at world, so I, Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like like there's there's different there's different ideas and, and different priorities for different people and see how much they line up and go find you somebody that you and theirs ideals line up, right? Um Counterpoint, that can I, be bad too though. It it can be, right? But yeah. I think I think having differing differing opinions matters right i don't think that i'm the end all be all i think that literally my point of the deck doctors is to give you a starting point for you to go fix your own shit right i want you to as long as you can walk out of the deck doctor and at least go go i want you to lose games with your deck doctor deck right because i want there to be holes because i want you to fix them but i want i want to give you the most fighting chance in discovering what does this deck look like i am not trying to give you a finished product to deck doctor i'm not um I am I'm wanting you to go and explore. I just want to put you in the best possible scenario for you to do that research and to do that exploring. Um Yeah. One of the big things before I um before I joined Unfun Stuff and started using kind of like the Unfun Stuff guys as a major resource was I was in the Universus Academy Discord and I would post decks and then Tim Keefe would just post specific cards, for example, irrefutable force of nature, shock treatment, whatever. And then he would post the blob that's hitting you with the newspaper or is in a tank to represent anger, right? <laughs> he would go, why aren't these in there? Because Tim Keefe's play style is touch all your stuff. Yeah. I, my, uh, my stuff should touch your stuff. Uh, I don't care what your stuff does to mine, but my stuff should all touch your stuff, right? Uh, yeah. and, and it shaped a lot of like my deck building. I, I, I would post decks kind of like when I was really grinding during the summer, uh, you know, Origins, uh, Orlando and that. And, 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 I would post a deck and go, Tim, I know that this card is on my deck. Please don't angry blob me. Like, and, and that was right before I joined on fun stuff. It was like about a month, a month or two before I joined on fun stuff. And so like a lot of my deck building now, uh, I tell everyone it's crazy that Christopher Bromley is my sponsor because every deck I make is a deck that looks like a Tim Keefe deck because all of my foundations commit your foundations or seal your foundations or my attacks stun you or whatever. And Chris Bromley hates having his stuff touched. Hates it. Never hated anything more in this game than having his stuff touched, right? I think the 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 the, the maybe the last thing that I have when it comes yeah. to giving and taking advice, and this is really taking advice, um, but it is it is play with the deck before and after. Yeah. Right. I know that. I know you touched on it with with play it to give the advice, mm-hmm. but I think. I think playing it to understand it and to like it like matters a bunch, right? I want to I want to shout out Sia uh, Miyamoto in chat. Working up to the point where you can understand those suggestions better is a huge turning point. IMO. I agree. I think if I think if you don't understand why these cards are going in, then like it, the advice doesn't really help. Um, there's been plenty of times where I have uh, I have been on a deck doctor. Where and I keep using that as like my example because like that's where I give the most advice. Where I I've been like, what do you think about that this card? And they go, oh, I don't know. 
I go, well, it's your deck. You tell me what of these two options I'm giving you, which one sounds more, which one sounds better for you. I I don't know. Okay, well then we're gonna take we're gonna take and put this one in at a two of and this one in at a one of, and you have to figure out which one you want to cut. Uh, which is like, that's bad. That's like not good deck of advice. That's hey, I'm half doing my job, but it's because like you're not willing to to meet me there. Sometimes the answer is I don't know, and you do have to go and play with the deck, right? Especially bad cringe tongue whip life Ochako decks. That card, it doesn't even, it doesn't even have a charge on it. Andrew, why would you put that card in your deck? Tongue whip doesn't even have charge on it. It can't go to momentum. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, it doesn't make sense. Amphibious ambush is in the deck. But what if I never draw amphibious ambush? Then you drew a five low for five that says all of my moves get plus one speed. Or I guess. you drew. Oh, I hate I it guess. here. I guess I did. Or I guess you, I did do that, didn't I? Yeah. Or you drew, I don't know, your opponent blocked your three meteor showers because they're dumb and four highs for fives. And you went, oh, I have these two tongue whips and you blocked three times. I guess these are seven lows for eight and nine and they kill you. Whatever. Uh, uh, I, I think one one last point I have, and then we can kind of wrap up and, and kind of do the, the wind down here, is I think being able to critically critique your own deck um one thing i have started doing with with my locals who are trying to get more and more competitive is i will pull a card out and go i'm gonna tell you i don't like this card i want you to tell me why i don't like it oh sell me on it sell me on yeah. this card yeah i think you should cut this card i'm not gonna tell you why why do you think i why, why why do i feel that way tell me think of your deck when you draw this card and then i give the advice and they go you're right or they'll say hey i can't think of it and I go, this is why when you draw in these situations, like, what is it doing here? What is it doing there? You know, this card isn't quite what you want it to be on. It's you want this on turn two and you don't see it on turn two. It's pointless. Why are we playing four of it? Or we yeah. are sorry. We, we only want to see this on turn seven. Why are we playing four of it? Right. Um, I, I did that today. AJ handed me his Kurogiri two deck before. I don't know if we talked about it uh, during the podcast or when we were, we were getting ready. We talked about it a little bit, I think. Um, and, and I separated out his stuff and I was like, okay, so you have weird, two weird things happening. You have this part that wants to be this like five-hander that's like an applauding control deck. You're stuck in the in the arena with me, and you have this other half that's slamming hulking grimace. And I went, I'm gonna tell you critically think about these two piles. Right? Yeah. Why don't I like this pile? Well, because your foundations and everything else says you want to be the plodding slow control deck. You're not playing brute strength. You're not playing, you're not playing nervous habit. You're not playing bench press you're not you're not you're whatever it is you're not giving damage so what 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 yeah. is the point of us trying to play like we're not the only time brute strength is really cool in our deck is when we form it with kurogiri your foundations are all your moves get minus speed your moves get minus damage kind of thing like maybe we want to be this plotting throw control deck similar to Mineta 2 where we get to block the showdown from our discard pile kind of thing right so and it's been helpful i, I did it i did it at locals last night a buddy of mine and i went what was the worst card in your deck why didn't you like it? Like similar to how do you, we've done we've done with with the team is make yeah. people think critically about their own deck. It's it's both. My point is for both advice and giving and taking advice. Think critically about your own deck. Make people think critically about their own deck. Yeah. Don't just tell me the good things about your deck. Tell me what you didn't like. What what didn't and also before just like blanket telling someone this card's bad, have them think about like why why hey I think this card's bad. This is why. What, how do you feel about those situations, right? Yeah. How do you feel about those situations that I brought up kind of thing? So, and I think it, it's been really helpful. I, you know, like I think 
I think overall play level at my locals has gone way up in the last few months because we've gotten a lot more. They've been asking for more advice. And I've also just told them I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to be very critical because that's how I respond. Sure. I want you to be an asshole to me. Yeah, that was fun. I think I think this was it. I think I think like there, there's not really anything else that I can I can think about besides like exactly countering what it is that you're saying until you yeah. build a rapport with somebody. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously, yeah. I've been playing yeah. with my locals for since 2020. Yeah. Whenever the I game came out, you know, being able to give any advice kind be be humble of the fact that somebody even asks for your asked for your dumb bullshit bad opinion is like is like yeah. you should you should feel good about that and and not not shove it in their face of like your deck stinks right um build up a rapport with somebody so you can actually have like an intellectual conversation and if you are going to somebody for help empty your cup be willing to be willing to take the hard licks and be like maybe maybe i'm coming for advice Maybe I should take some advice, right? Yeah. Also, last thing, ask the right people. If you hand me some weird, like, Kurogiri one deck, like Christopher Romley's Kurogiri one deck and go give me advice on this, I can't do it. I just can't do it because it's doing something so weird and theoretical. If you came up to me and said, hey, I want to play this cool order character or I want to play this aggressive aggro deck, I can probably help you with that. I can also probably help you with someone who's like a seven hand size control character. I've never helped anyone with a six hand size deck and felt like I was doing a good job because I just don't play those characters, right? Yeah. So I think a big thing yeah. is going to the right people. We brought, we brought up last week or two weeks ago. Hey, if you want to know anything about Water Minota 2, go to Kyle Wright. Right. If you had questions about Momo, hey, Kevin Broberg, Travis Tangeman, Nathan DeWalt, Chris Bromley, um, Sam Cardwell. Uh, you go, go, you know, if you had questions about. <laughs> Chaos Tokoyami, Tam Cardwell, Barrett, Bryant, Jose, Andrew Bowling, right? Just going into um, yeah. uh, 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 kind of going in, in, in that direction, right? There are people, and also that, that can relate to your locals, right? If you've got a cool control deck and you hand it to the guy who's who's playing Moonfish every week and trying to have a smoke break, not going to be able to give you much advice on your control deck, right? Yeah, He nodded, so everybody. Reading, I was reading a comment, and I totally got it and then i stopped getting it at the very end so i guess we'll talk about that next time yeah so i, I g going to the right person for advice is, is yeah is, yeah, guess, yeah, yeah i think yeah. that i mean that makes total sense right yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna go to a bodybuilder to learn how to backflip the same yeah. thing applies here our game is so absolutely or go back into the go back to the artistic thing right i'm not gonna go to somebody who knows pottery to learn how to uh paint a, a mosaic it, it, it doesn't that doesn't make sense find somebody who is this who is a quote-unquote expert in their field and and go to them for the advice and once again it goes back to the idea of community there's a massive facebook page there's a massive uh there's a thirty-five thousand discords um go go and find a, a place and have this public uh public conversation um and you'll have as many opinions as uh, as as <laughs> you'll have more opinions on your deck than you want <laughs> man i have so many i'm sitting here looking at last one last one be open-minded yeah. i thought this character twice right here thought this character was unplayably bad and then i played against one of bromley's yeah i think this guy's not very good thought this guy was yeah. not very good i thought this guy wasn't even a cool locals gimmick deck for, I'll, I'll, i thought Ooh. it was just like not good and then i played against uh one of bromley's locals a new guy whose name escapes me i'm so sorry uh and we played toga into twice and i went huh this is fucking annoying 
I was like, I carbo loading my thing. And then he goes before the block step. It's two or yeah. he does things with finger guns and echo where he plays an attack. He echoes it. He finger guns it back to his hand. He plays it again. He echoes it. And I'm like, Oh, that one card sure did attack me three times. Yeah. Right. Like um, four, if he has momentum, right. Well, he had to play. He, he, yeah. Uh, it's three times. Cause you finger guns it back to your hand. Oh, right, he right, can, right. he can Finger turn as, as, as you play it. Not yeah, as you play yeah. it. Right. Um, he even he was even doing things where he was like playing an attack, finger gunsing it back to his hand, playing it again so it gets plus two plus two from twice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. Yeah. It's it's two momentum to do it to do it right. You have to echo it and then you can echo it again, um, because it goes back to your hand, so you just play it as a new card. Um, right. anyway, so yeah, that was a, uh, just like, be open minded too is a big one because I definitely would have never been able to talk about twice without going. Why are we playing this character? That and then I hard to kill. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're just so, very hard to kill. Um, but yeah, they're, 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 also, can I kill people? But hard I could to kill. probably go on about this subject forever, but I think it would just turn into me repeating a lot of what I was saying. I think our big Agreed. ones were, were communication, right? Make sure you have the right communication. Um, break down your decks. Know what you're looking for. Know, know kind of like how, how, you're, how, you're, how you deck build and how you handle things and all that. And there were some other ones too. Hour of us talking, you know? I'm sure you can figure it out. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching the show. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're looking to buy a set for product, make sure you go to unfunstuff.com in order to do so. Use code either TAM or uh, uh, TAM card or Andrew in order to get 5% off your order. Um, it helps out us. It helps out the show. Um, helps out on fun stuff. You get cheaper shit, so like, go do that. Uh, monthly Mayhem Mondays are happening. 1000 uh every month. Uh want to spend your 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 monday trying to get a a, a, a quick benjamin uh, there'll be more information about that soon hosted by uh unfun stuff commentated by the the board state podcast <laughs> um masses yeah uh with that go over to my discord if you want to leave some uh suggestions for topics on the on the podcast we have been taking some of them and some of them are very crazy and outlandish like um uh, they want us to like play games on the podcast, and okay. I just don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. But they also uh, want us to roast each other, and I don't want to yeah. hurt your feelings. You don't want to hurt my feelings. Yeah. Hmm. Your old Give me mayo's a quick too roast. spicy looking ass. Fucking. I do look that way. I love yeah. spicy food, so you can yeah. shove it. Anywho, yeah. thank you much for watching, you guys. And as always, I wish you well. Thanks.